Wow. Yeah. Does that have... That has a whiffer? Robot voice. Because of... Thick and dark looking. It looks... Put a lot of oxygen into the fermenting yeast. They go aerobic and they start multiplying. Great American Ale off. But I don't want to drink a bunch of American Ales. Cause of death. Dun, dun, dun. It tastes worse than Bud Light. <laughs> Straight up 10. What's going on here? What's going on here? I just do not know. Ed Ray. This is Opinions and Beer. I'm your host, Adam. And and obviously, what I just said, we have Ed Ray 1516. Hello, everyone. Ed Ray, there is something weird going on outside these walls. Indeed. There is something, something dramatic happening. Dramatic? What's dramatic? What? You said dramatic. Yes, it's very, um, I, uh, there's, there's some dramatically different things happening in this world. What does dramatic mean? It means, you know, like, like crazy, like, uh, extreme. Whatever, man. Dramatic. People are being dramatic everywhere. So is that a combination of fantastically dramatic or what? I believe it's a combination of dramatic and drastic. Ah, I get it now. <laughs> Everyone's being... <laughs> I can't even say it now. You messed me up. Ed Ray, <laughs> I've got a beer here that explains what we're doing today. And <laughs> I'm going to be... Hopefully this is one of our last times we've got to do this, and hopefully we can come up with something different than the following episodes, because I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little bit, I'm getting a little sick of this topic. Ah, uh, yeah, we gotta break away from it sometime. But this may be, hopefully this is, this is it. Hopefully this is our, our big one. We, I mean, obviously it's not going away anytime soon, so... It'll come back later, but maybe our next episode we can do some pitches, do some little games or whatever, some fun stuff. And this is where Eamon's going to have to come in at some point. <clears throat> we'll see what happens. We'll see what everyone's doing, how life's happening, if we're stuck in our homes for eight weeks. Jesus, Ed Ray. Ed Ray, how can anyone be stuck in a home with you for eight weeks? I don't know. Ask prisoners about that. They're stuck there for life. Uh, you know what? Yeah. You know, prisoners, they're living life. They just do what they're doing now. <laughs> yeah, they sit in a jail cell, and if they're lucky, they'll go outside within a fenced area and play around a little bit and then go back <laughs> to your cell. And play around. Go play. Okay, criminals. Go play around now. Go get your time. Oh, bam, 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 bam. Go get your little play time in. Um, anyways, let's get on to uh, this is opinions and beer, right? Well, where else are we at? So that means we have the beer of the day. And today's beer of the day is Headliner Blonde L by the St. Arnold Brewing Company. A Blonde L by St. Arnold Brewing Company? What? This this little boy is a, is a, is a light blonde at 4.3% in alcohol by volume. It's a little lighter than the typical beers we've been having on the show. Um... 
but it's a blonde ale. Blonde and by St. Arnold's Brewing Company. You know how much St. Arnold, I don't think they've brewed a beer under under five stars. You know, maybe they're brown. What was that, that, that dog beer I wasn't a fan of? Can't remember what it's called. Waggle, wag, waggly L, whatever. Waggy, waggy brown. Other than that, every beer they've released, I think I've given above a five or five, five and up at least. And the and blondes are some of my most. The, the blondes are, tend to be some of my more favorite drink daily beers. These little blondes. Blondes taste good. I love me a nice blonde. Edray, are you a blonde lover? In what sense? Do you like blondes? No comment. <laughs> oh man. Let me let me let me uh pop this bad boy open and see what a nice blonde tastes like. Look at that Edray. It's pouring a blonde color. Is that why they're called blondes? Oh my goodness. Very clear beer. Very, it's a clear beer. The question is, will it be a very tasty beer? Oh, shoot. And there you go, Adam messes up already. Party foul. Okay. While the, um, while I let the head, while I let the head of this blonde settle... Settle, settle nice for the tasting. Uh, this this beer is called Headliner. So you know, you know what we're gonna be doing today? We're gonna be talking about the Headliner news. Headline news. The news. The everyone loves news, huh? Not this news. This is bad news. Well, it's it's depends on who you are if it's bad news. And maybe we'll talk conspiracy. You want to go into conspiracy land? Yeah, let's start off with some Infowars style opinions. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do a little bit of everything. Let me go ahead and try this headliner Blondell. Ed Ray, I spoke too soon. This is a three. And you say you like blondes. I do. I do like blondes. I do like blonde ale. Maybe I like certain kind of blonde. I like a... Well, uh, bombshell Blonde is really good. By Southern Star. Southern Star Brewing Company. They do Bombshell Blonde. It's really good. The freaking... The blonde that they serve at um, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks Blonde is really good. This is the first blonde that I've had. Let me guess, it tastes like gasoline, right? No, it tastes like Bud Light. <laughs> tastes like Bud Light. This is this is very upsetting. I am very upset by this beer. St. Arnold's. What are you doing? I was just giving you props. I just gave you props for 30 minutes. And this blonde L tastes like an adjunct lager. I mean, it has an L bite. No, not, not even a bite. It's, it's too... It's too watery. It tastes like sour water. It tastes like sour water, guys. This is, this is very disappointing. This is a three. 
this is a three. This is this was made this was made to be consumed by the masses during spring break. But guess what, boys? Spring break is canceled. There's no more spring break. Nobody gets a break. Not even you, St. Arnold. You don't get a break from this review. This is bad. Bad, St. Arnold. Bad. Bad, St. Arnold. You get a spanker. <laughs> you can't even complete the criticism. It's hard. I mean, I, I'm, I'm in shock. I'm in shock of how tasteless this beer is. For St. Arnold's, who always brews a solid beer, majority of the time, to give me a tasteless blonde. Good God. Good God, man. Let's move on to headliner news. Ed Ray, have you seen the news about the movie industry right now? Well, I've been hearing rumors that uh, many movies have been either postponed or canceled because of this uh, situation that's going on right now. Let's see, movies canceled. Movies canceled. Let's see. Movies and TV shows canceled. Let's look at what's being screwed over. Soap operas screwed over. Why uh, Nona Earp screwed Saturday Night Live postponed indefinitely. Last Man Standing and the Orville hoping to wrap up its eighth season, but decided to suspend production. So Last Man Standing and Orville suspending production. Hands Made Tale gone. NBC News. Gone. Well, oh, man, that's, that's fake. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings. Suspended. A lot of everything's being suspended. Stranger Things filming. Suspended. Uh, a lot of Disney Marvel shows. A Falcon. Um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier suspended. Uh, WandaVision. Production on Loki and WandaVision. Suspended. Jesus, guys. Guys. Everything's being suspended. Movies are being canceled. Uh, Mulan's, Mulan's been moved indefinitely. The new James Bond movie's been moved indefinitely. Uh, Marvel's uh, New Mutants have been moved again. Again. <laughs> that movie can't catch a break. Uh, Fast and Furious. Well, Fast and Furious was the first movie to move, be moved. But that's because uh, they're a giant corona ad. <laughs> so... And so, of course, they got to move. Uh, so, but the big one of the biggest things right now is that certain companies like what, what was that? Who's making um, Universal Studios? Universal Studios movies VOD. Yes. Um. As theaters closed, Universal Lead Studios into first-run screenings. Meaning Emma, The Hunt, and The Invisible Man, and even Trolls. The Trolls movie are going to be going not to movies. They're being taken out of theaters, and they're going to video-on-demand services. Which means renting it, renting it on the PlayStation. Movies that were supposed to come out. What do you think about that, Ed? Right? Do you think this is going to take a, a big chunk out of movie theaters? Do you think theaters will uh, certain theaters will get a big blow from this? 
Oh, obviously, because uh, certain movies attract people to the box office, and depending on the quality of the movie, if it gets pulled from the picture shows just before the release, then all this hype, everything that has been built toward... Uh, attracting people to the theaters they're not going to have a reason to go and if the people don't go to the picture shows then the movies theaters are going to have to shut down because of uh insufficient funds or whatever i mean this is a pretty big deal yeah i mean what are they going to do you think about all these small business I, i'm seeing you know right now they're canceling gatherings of 10 or more there's a lot of there's a lot of businesses that just opened there's some craft breweries that just opened they're going to have to figure something out because I know that you know that first year, that first that first few months to a year of a business opening, that's like that's them paying off their debt to open the business. You know what I mean? That's their that's their way to. I there's some businesses that are going to close, man. There's some people are going to lose their jobs over this over this uh, craziness. I mean, it's bad enough that the oil industry is starting to lay off people because the price of oil is so low that companies cannot afford to keep hiring workers anymore. That's going to be a huge blow to the economy as well because, think about it, you got to have gas to fuel a vehicle to haul some stuff. That means films have to be hauled off to the theaters or foods have to be hauled off to the grocery stores to be sold to customers. I mean, this is a pretty big deal that we have, but... In times like these, you have to learn to be calm in a situation like this and try to hope for the best. Now, um, I'm not sure the oil thing has to do with coronavirus, does it? Well, that's one of the reasons why, but the main reason why oil prices have crashed is because Russia is in a war, an oil war with Saudi Arabia. Yes, that's what I was about to say. So really, you can't really blame coronavirus on the oil thing, but but that's just... This this Russia Saudi thing is just piled up on top of all the coronavirus craziness that's happening. A lot of conspiracies out there, man. Uh, you know, they're about, I, th- I think they're about to shut down schools for the rest of the year. Well, yeah, because with the coronavirus thing being persistent, probably up until the month of July, uh, kids are going to have to start using uh, tablets or the computer or whatever, and. Get a hit, get some uh, lessons from the teacher, which is kind of a conflict of interest because how do you expect kids to concentrate on a tablet with uh, math and science and all that other stuff and then have to deal with family at the same time? Well, I think we are moving towards that direction anyways. That's, a, that's the thing, though. I think coronavirus... Here's a, Put your tinfoil hat on, guys. What if coronavirus is here to get us ready for the future? To sort of kill off outdated practices, such as schooling at a, going to schools, and you know all this, you know, going going shopping yourself. You know what I mean? Because now now they're they're advertising that you should use the uh, delivery, so you don't go out there. You're not driving as much. You know, and they're trying to get more people off the roads to stop emission. You know, and, and gas emissions and pollution. What if this is just some big ruse to, to convince people to evolve into the future? Well, here's another conspiracy theory. I think with the whole mass hysteria of the coronavirus, uh, people are claiming that your cash is so filthy that 
cash should be outlawed, that means we would be entering a cashless society if that's the case. And if we enter a cashless society, then what good is money in an emergency situation if a power grid were to go down and you cannot get anything off of, uh, off of the dollar bill because the dollar bill would be considered pointless? That is crazy. So you think they're going to take our money, put it on the banking system, and then take away our power? Thus limiting our resources. Ah, that has been the objective of the centralized banking system for hundreds of years. They're going to try to put it into practice because Donald Trump is president and they're wanting to do anything they can to take down President Trump. That's, a, that's a, some bold statements you're stating. Jesus, Ed Ray. Ed Ray, we went to the store. I've been working in grocery stores. I've been working in them. But we went to one. We went to a few. And we're seeing the bread selling out. We're seeing the noodles selling out. We're seeing the water selling out in 30 minutes. We're seeing meat gone, packaged meat gone, wieners are gone, chickens gone. Well, no, grass-fed chicken is still there. The grass-fed beef still there. Expensive, <laughs> expensive stuff is still there. But uh, milk's going. What's happening? People are panicking because of... What's going on on Wall Street? What's going on with the medical facilities, the government, etc.? And you know, whenever you have a panic like this of a massive scale, sure, companies may be making a profit right now, but in the long run, they're actually losing because they're not getting the supplies they need to keep up with the demand. True. And because of that, usually if there's not a national emergency the price of um, the prices would go up because of supply and demand, but in an emergency situation like a federal emergency, you can't do that. Yeah, they are saying though that one of the th- one of the things about coronavirus that's positive so far is that that Democrats and Republicans are working together in harmony right now. But what are they doing behind closed they're, doors? They're saying that Cumio, the mayor of New York, is. Uh, is respecting Trump and Trump's respecting him and they're everyone's respecting each other and they're trying except the except the news organizations they're still labeling things bad like I just I just read a CNN uh, headline and it was like oh no Kumio and Trump go at it over coronavirus Como and Trump go at it over coronavirus but then when you read the article at the very bottom it says Oh, they actually were friendly and liked. It's <laughs> like what the heck? What the? All right, all right. Let's clarify this. It's obvious Adam is not a good reader, but to translate what he was saying is, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York and Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, have apparently been getting along, despite what CNN and other mainstream news media sources are saying. Well, what they're saying in their in their bold headline statements. Their headlines are clickbaity, and if you don't read the actual article, then you won't know that everyone's getting along. So they're still trying to divide people, despite <laughs> despite the opposite happening. Well, I've been uh, hearing some news from QAnon, which is not normally a good source of news material out there, but I've been hearing that this coronavirus is a ploy, is a cover-up, for mass arrest going on within the deep state and within the centralized banking system in order to bring back the gold standard, which implies that Donald Trump is secretly trying to shut down the Federal Reserve and give people their money back because, as you know, since 1913, the Federal Reserve has been using income tax as a way to pocket money 
So basically, the centralized banking system has been stealing from the Americans since 1913. Jeez. I don't know what to think, Ed Ray. My shoulder's all banged up, messed up from having to work all this stuff. I mean, the coronavirus is going everywhere. Do you think, uh, do you think we're going to be quarantined, Ed Ray? Do you think our area, even though we live in the countryside... You think our area is going to be quarantined over just uh, people overreacting? Yeah, I mean, this is the biggest bullshit story I've seen in quite a long time. I mean, this is worse than SARS, Sika virus, Ebola, etc. And this always happens every election year, whether it's just for Congress or for Congress and the presidency. This is nothing more than a ploy. A ploy! A ploy, they say. Oh. I just can't even believe all this stuff's happening. New York shut down. Los Angeles shut down. Los Angeles just put a... a um, you can't leave your house unless you're going to the doctor or the grocery store. That's it. They've shut down everything. Except doctors and grocery stores. You can't be outside. Which means they're going to kill all the homeless people. You think so? Well, I wouldn't be surprised since California is festering with communists. And then you have... It's just, I just don't know what to think, Ed Ray. They're shut, but everything's starting to clear up. You see that the emissions over China have dissolved. And the same case is apparently happening in San Francisco and portions of Los Angeles as well. So you see, so the coronavirus is starting to cause the... It's causing uh, the... <laughs> The world to get healthy. Translation, he's trying to say that the emissions are going down. Emissions going down. Which is good for the... It's good for the environment. Good for the environment. What what, what was uh, Cortez wanting to do? She wanted to stop uh, cow farts? Cow farm fartings? How does that work? She said, well, she said cow farts uh, were destroying the ozone. Any animal that farts could apparently astru- destroy the ozone. I mean, animals can give off a lot of carbon. Carbon, yeah. Yep, the carbon stuff. And but Well, but she said it's our farming, the farming industry, and us keeping all these animals, so many animals, together in one area is causing the emissions. Well, if you're talking about factory farms, I may agree with you, but if they're living on farms that are pastured and they have a little bit of space to roam around and graze, then that's not the issue. The issue is factory farms. Do you, uh, so you're against factory farming? Personally, no. I'm just saying that most of our problems are factory farms, but for people that like to buy cows or buy any food-related sources from Animals that are corn-fed and stuff. I mean, they can go for it. I mean, that's that's okay. Some of the positive things happening right now is that at least, um, you know what couldn't have come in at a better time? That uh, Call of Duty Warzone, free to play. It's free to download. And everyone's going to be stuck in their homes watching, watching movies and playing free video games. And that's nice, man. Did You, uh, you got a glimpse of that game. What did you think of it uh, at your first viewing? Well, I thought it was Fortnite in a more serious tone. Yeah, that's what it feels like, huh? It's Fortnite, but serious. No dancing. There's no dancing in that game. <laughs> um, 
headline news. Man, there's nothing to talk. There's no headline news except coronavirus. That's all there is. Well, let's go ahead and jump into another portion of this pro- uh, broadcast, and it's WrestleMania. Oh yes, WrestleMania. We thought we we thought it was going to be canceled. We thought WrestleMania was going to be canceled. But guess what, everyone? They're saying, wait one second. We're going to do WrestleMania at the Performance Center with no audience. Ed Ray. All right, here's the big issue, and I'm going to be on this for a while, but here's the big issue. Number one, how do you expect to draw money if you're going to be at the Performance Center, and then you have to factor in no crowd? I mean, how do you expect wrestlers to get paid? I mean, wrestlers get paid mainly through their merchandise sales, so it's unfair for the wrestlers to go out there, put on a performance, and not get any money through their merchandise sales. And also, how is WWE going to get money from the gate if there are no fans to begin with? And then, we we have to sit through seven hours of no fans ever cheering. I mean, you have people like Shayna Baszler, uh, Rhea Ripley, and Drew McIntyre going to have their big moment in the spotlight at WrestleMania, and they're going to be wrestling, they're going to be giving the performances of their lives to absolutely no crowd. So where is the, where's the sense in having WrestleMania if you don't have a crowd to pop for them? I mean, think about it. If Drew McIntyre were to defeat Brock Lesnar and he has his WrestleMania moment, it's not going to mean anything because the crowd is not there. What if they put a crowd track in the background and they darken the arena so you can't see the arena and they have a spotlight on the ring? Well, this crowd track thing or piping in chants, it seems so disingenuous if you have nobody there. I guess. I still like the idea of uh, darkening the arena and having a spotlight on the ring. I think it'd give it, a, it, it would give WrestleMania a very serious, om- ominous tone. Yeah, for those of you, yeah, for those of you that don't... Uh, understand what Adam is saying. Back in the old days, back in the 60s and 70s and 80s, uh, the, the wrestling ring would have a spotlight on it just to mitigate whatever attendance numbers there were regarding the fans in the arenas like uh, the Omni or let's say any arena in Mobile, Alabama or uh, Oklahoma City, New Orleans, maybe even Greensboro, North Carolina. I mean, that was that was the norm back in the day, just to put a spotlight on the ring, just to make sure nobody sees how many people are actually in attendance. I mean, if the crowds were pretty good, you get loud pops and all that, but if the crowd was pretty tame, then you get an indication that the, there's not many people in the crowd. I mean, that was how it was back in the days of NWA and the early days of WCW. In fact, they're still doing this in some independent promotions. How long do you think this this all will last? And um, oh, and you are well. First, before we get to that, yeah, they're thinking and that rumors going around right now that WrestleMania may actually they may be just doing this for insurance purposes, and they're going to move WrestleMania to a later date. Well, if they do that, then that may be good because it'll give the company time to build up their storylines further because WWE has been terrible at booking over the past couple of years. So if you try to delay this by a couple of months, give more time to develop more storylines. And yeah, the odds are that when you finally have WrestleMania, you'll finally have a crowd and people like Drew McIntyre and other people will have their WrestleMania moments. (sighs) It's going to be crazy. Gonna be crazy. We'll see what happens come WrestleMania. It's a few weeks away. April, huh? It was supposed to be April 5th, but I don't know if that's gonna go on as scheduled or be delayed so they can go to another arena. And then, uh, 
good goodness, Ed Ray. This is supposed to last until the president. The president this morning said I, I was telling everyone mid May, but he just extended it to up to maybe August. Well, I've been predicting that the coronavirus is going to be persistent with America until the month of July, and I think I'm going to be right on that. Well, they say they won't even have a cure for it until 2021, so so coronavirus scare is going to be there until 2021. But I think the madness. That's the madness going away is the issue. Yeah, the madness is going to persist until 2021, but there is a cure for the coronavirus. This version? This version of the coronavirus, all you got to do is have yourself a shot of liquor and mix it with honey. What kind of liquor? Well, you know, like rum or whiskey, and then you mix it with honey. Fake honey? No, raw honey. Authentic honey. Raw honey? You're my raw honey, baby. I mean, think about it. <laughs> Liquor is antiviral. Raw honey is antiviral. You put the two together, and then you take a shot. At least one or two shots a day, you'll be fine. Who's proving this? There was a British guy that drank hot whiskey and mixed it with uh, raw honey and drank that stuff for a few weeks, and he got rid of his coronavirus. I haven't heard this on the, on the Joe Rogan podcast. Well, you have to go and search it for yourself. Search it for myself? Yeah, because Joe Rogan is not the end-all. What? Ed Ray. I've been drinking Headliner Blondell by St. Arnold Brewing Company. Tastes like Bud Light. And what you just said was just your opinion. And that's fine. Because all we have here are opinions and beer. We are a million.